We are coming to you live from the Mama Beauty Salon in Gugong. Woo! Yay! And by live, I mean not really live. That I just wanted to say that. <laughs> we're recording. Yes. But we're together. And it is so good it to is. be looking at you. I know. I know. I would think that too. <laughs> <laughs> Holly also has a mirror right in front of her, so she gets to look at we herself. We do. And we're also recording ourselves on the very worst angle that I could be on, <laughs> but that's okay because that's life. This is how I look in the world. So... Last week, we mentioned – well, last week, what did we talk about? Paranormal. That's right. Oh, yes. Mm. Little dabble in that. I hope you all had a good Halloween too. Mm. Um, we are recording this prior to Halloween, um, but I'm hoping that we have a great time. What are you dressing up as? Um, I am going as – what do you call that? Um, Slut. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have to dress up for that. <laughs> um. You know the maitre d' at a circus? What is that? I don't know. Ringmaster. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) And I am dressing up as a slutty vampire. Yeah. Cheerleader. Hang on, I forgot the last (laughs) bit. It's a cheerleader outfit. Um, And we are going out together to Verity Lane. Um, So it should be interesting. Yeah, they've got like a party going on, which would be cool. But it's all COVID safe, so I wonder how this is going to – I'm excited. And then we are going to Capital Men's Club. Oh, are we? (laughs) Oh, didn't I tell you that bit? (laughs) I've got a meeting there. (laughs) I bet you do. So I said, I'll just meet you on Halloween and – no, like actually with (laughs) with the manager. (laughs) Legitimately got a meeting. And I was just going to bring you (laughs) – uh, welcome to our world. Uh, so we, so we, so we ended last episode talking about what we're going to talk about today. Now you are halfway through your rant in the last one. <laughs> oh my! Oh. Uh, but what we are discussing today is weaponized incompetence, and this oh gets my blood boiling. All right, let's okay. Let's do a little bit of a what is weaponized incompetence. Okay, what's your definition? You tell me. Okay, so I um, see weaponized incompetence as um, I guess you, when it comes to household things, mm-hmm. um, you know, you might ask your partner to do it and they half ass it. They don't do a very good job at it. So then you will turn and be like, you know what, don't worry about it. And you take over. Yeah. And that to me is weaponized incompetence. They yeah. knew if they half assed it, you were going to fly in take it off their hands, they don't have to do it anymore. Yeah. So it's doing a task poorly or asking so many questions that it gets to the point where it's like, oh, it doesn't matter. I should have just done it myself in the first place. And then they are not asked to do it again. So I don't know if it's necessarily something that is done strategically though. I think sometimes it could be um, a subconscious thing that they're like, oh, I don't want to do this, Um, you know. I want to get out of it. Yeah, yeah. I don't think they know that it's labelled weaponized yeah. incompetence. Mm. They might not be aware that that's what they're doing. Yes. And I also don't think it's specifically gender-based. No. Though. I do think it is predominantly in heterosexual relationships that maybe a man does do that a lot more to a woman. Yeah. Um, but I guess it doesn't have to be gender-specific. No. Anybody can be <laughs> yeah. doing this. Yeah. And like, and I can think about um, a household where I have been in a heterosexual relationship 
And I, because I thought about it and I'm like, oh, well, shit, I didn't do anything. (laughs) (laughs) I, well, no, I I looked after my kids, but other than that, um, then I thought about it going, well, no, actually, I never actually did any tasks where I half-assed it, so I was never asked again. I just didn't have to do them in the first place because, you know, I was, (laughs) in air quotes, looked after. (laughs) (laughs) You were a lady of leisure. Yes. Oh, wow. Um, But, like, actually, let's do a little bit of a disclaimer because we are talking about men predominantly in this situation because they're the relationships that we've been in and they're the relationships that we have heard from other people where they've talked about this and we're gone, what the fuck is going on Mm. with these yeah, so we talk about Simone a lot and how she's a bitch to her husband. So now we're going to reverse it and just, you know, talk about men. <laughs> Let's paint him like the bad guy now, hey? <laughs> I will not believe it. <laughs> so let's let's start off with a scenario. That's what I thought we would do so we could kind of like get you all on board to go, what are you talking about? So the one that I thought about was uh, you, you're in the home and – you know, you've not showered all day, you've looked after the kids, you've got dinner ready, uh, and then you're like, right, I just need a half a bloody hour to self-care. And it's self-care. Going and having a shower or having a bath is self-care. That is a basic human need to be able to go and wash yourself, brush your teeth, whatever. Uh, so you say to your partner, I'm going to go and have a bath, I'm going to have a shower, whatever it is, um, male equivalent equivalent could be go and have a 45 minute shit uh but yeah you need the time you need that time to yourself and so you're like right i'm gonna go do that kids are you know you're in your care right and then you get out of the bath or the shower whatever and you come out and the house is trashed they're they're drawn on texture all over the wall your husband whatever is asleep on the couch and your kids are now eating the dog biscuits. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> All right. So, you know, you could look at that scenario. You could post it on TikTok and go, oh, look at my lovable husband. He just, you know, fell asleep. And then I look at that and go, no, he was supposed to be looking after your child so you could go and have some basic human needs of self-caring. And now now you've come out and you have to clean up all the dog food that your kid's eaten, clean the kid up, get all the texture off the bloody walls, uh, clean up and clean up the house again so how is that how yeah i um yeah it's makes you resent the fact that you even went and had that shower because now there's more work than yeah than to begin with and i like a i guess a another example it's not as extreme um but my husband insists on fucking up school lunches (laughs) and i'm not kidding you i i will ask him to do school lunches and his first complaint was well I'm not here in the morning because I have to leave at 5 30 in the morning so I can't possibly make lunches okay make them at night he's like well you don't make them at night I was like no because I can make them in the morning mm-hmm. and he's like well I don't want to make them at night so I guess I'm getting up at five and making noise in the house to wake everybody up so that was our initial fight then I made a rule if you're doing dinner you do school lunches mm-hmm. And so he um, did the school lunches, blocks of chocolate in there. <laughs> he would open a packet of chips and tip it into their, bu- you know, the bento boxes? Yeah, yeah, How They've yeah. got like little sections separately. So he opened the packet of chips and tipped them in there. 
and just <laughs> everything was packeted. He mm. tried to stuff an apple in there and it doesn't fit. I was like, fucking cut it up, mate. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then he's putting like pistachio nuts. I'm like, you can't send nuts. Like, don't be a dickhead. Like, and I just, he's like, oh, well, I don't know what they have. And I came, he's like, well, I've given Isaiah, uh, Noah strawberries. I was like, Noah doesn't eat fucking strawberries. Can you care enough to know what your children do and don't like? Because mm-hmm. their lunchbox is going to come back. They're going to be starving. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, well, if they were hungry enough, they'd eat it. I was like, you can't have that view. You've got to stop that. So we're no. having a back and forth argument mm-hmm. about lunches to the point where I turned around and said, you know what? Don't fucking worry about it. I will continue to do them five days a week while you don't have to do shit. Even though they're your yep. children, I yep. will do them. And you know what? He's like, oh, don't be like that. But then proceeds to walk away because he yeah. got what he wanted. Okay. All right. Give me a sec. So I said before that I actually couldn't really think of um, any, anywhere where I had been weaponized in incompetence. But also I can never think about the partner, like my husband, when we were together. I could never think about him doing that either. We, we had a very good relationship. Um, until it wasn't. <laughs> uh, but I remember once the school coming to speak to me at, um, and like when I went and picked my son up and she pulled out a whole bag, like a box of tiny teddies. And she goes, you cannot send this to school with your child. And I'm like, oh, I did not do that. I am fucking mortified. And I said, I did not make their lunches. I did not. Um, a whole box of tiny teddies. <laughs> I was I was so embarrassed, and I said, "What the hell are you doing?" He goes, "What do you mean? He's allowed to have a little bit of sugar." And I'm like, "No, he first of all, no, because I don't let them. I have a rule with lunches. But secondly, uh, not a whole effing box. Thanks very much. <laughs> I I was so embarrassed. Oh my God, I love but that. but now back to what you were saying. So you know, I, I can hear people. I can hear in my head people making excuses mm-hmm. for what the scenario you go to. So the first one is, oh, you know. He, you know, he works out of the home more than what you do, maybe. So he just, you know, it's normal. Guys don't know what their kids eat. But I think that's a bullshit excuse. Oh, hugely. Yeah. You are both equal parts parent to these children. Just because you have an agreement that you're the one that does, like, school drop-off or whatever, whatever Mm. your agreement is, it doesn't mean, that doesn't excuse them from knowing things about your child, not knowing when their immunizations are due, not knowing if they're a allergic to something or you know they did i say shoe size already no you didn't yeah. but knowing their shoe size yeah. like stuff like that both parties should know it's not an excuse i definitely agree it, mm. it's one of the biggest things that drive me and like you know speaking of immunizations and things i had to enroll my son in um school and i filled out the forms and i scanned them and i signed them and i was like you need to sign this as well and he's like where <laughs> flick through them flick through them mate i don't need to have a yellow sticker that says sign yeah. here but that is a weaponized incompetence he yeah. wanted me to hand it on a silver platter to him yeah. because he didn't want to go through it like i had to mm, mm. yeah exactly and so i mean i think we also want to address the fact that some households you have an agreement all right so that actually sorry let me rephrase this you have to have clear expectations with the person that you're in a partnership with about what is expected in your life and what is expected as a parent, right? So if you are in a partnership and you both agree, you know what, 
let's make your jobs the outside job. So you're you're going to be doing the gardening, you make sure the lawns are mowed, whatever, you're going to clean the pool. And then you go, yeah, well, you do that because I – and this is I'm like thinking of me personally – I don't want to do the outside jobs. I have very scared, fair skin. I wouldn't do that. So it would be my expectation that if I'm with someone, I would prefer that they do that stuff. So yeah, you can have that. You can have an agreement together. Going, well, these are your jobs. These are my jobs. I'm going to make sure that I'll do our laundry every night because, you know, that's just in my flow of things and I'm going to make sure that whatever. That's fine. I think that's fine. So you both, you both have your tasks and you work for them together. We're talking about more when you – actually, I think children are probably involved in a lot of them. I'm talking about more when you go, you know what, I'm going to go to the doctors. Can you look after the kids for me while I go? And then they're like, oh, how long are you going to be? Or you come back and it's a shit fight. Or even things like, you know, we're at work or whatever, we can't take our child to a doctor's appointment. You say to your partner, hey, can you take the kid up to the doctors, whatever, and they – don't know where the doctors are, um, Medicare card. They go up there and they ask, oh, this is one, they ask questions about your child and you don't know how to answer them. So what's your child's birthday? Is your child allergic to anything? What's the last thing your child ate? The basic things that you ask, and I've actually seen a TikTok, because, you know, it's always about TikTok. <laughs> I've actually seen a TikTok where doctors – have talked about when a father brings in the child, they automatically go, "Oh, we're not going to not going to do anything." It's very that they, they, you know, it's more common that if a father is bringing a child in, they're not going to get the answers they need because they don't know. How funny! Mm, mm. There you go. Mm. So yeah, clear expectations. Like, so I have like on that, I guess doctor topic um i actually will trying to book in our vaccinations and oh my god it was such a like effort i sat on because you used to have to like call up i don't know and then you could end up booking online but i called up for myself Mm. and they said that i was too young and i couldn't book it so i did it I, i was like well while i'm here then i'll just book it for my husband gave him the date sent it to him he nonstop asked me when it was, when it you know, and then um, we could get another one earlier at a different place. So I was like, I'm going to get this one. He's like, oh, good, book me in too. And I was like, book yourself in. He's like, oh, well, why are you there? Can't you just do it? So I booked him in, screenshot the um, the time of it, sent it to him. I sent him a cal- calendar invite because I was like, now you're done. Yeah. There's the time. There's the date. Leave I am me alone. leaving it with you. This is your responsibility now. Yep. Yes. And he then still was like, when's mine? What time's mine? When's mine? <laughs> I was like, I don't know. I don't have it. I don't have it. I have mine. And I told him, I only booked your first one. You have to book your second. Mm-hmm. And then after he had his done, he's like, when's my second booked? I was like, I was very <laughs> clear to you. You need to book your second one. He's like, well, I don't know how to do that. So I guess I'm just only having one then. And it frustrated me. <laughs> and he knew it was going to frustrate me. Yeah. So then I booked his second one. And once again, he's like, when's the time for it? What, you know, blah, 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 right. over again. And I end up turning to him and I said, search up. Bloom's chemist in yeah. your damn emails and I forward you your your yeah. day that you were booked in. And he's like, oh, it's not coming up. And I was like, oh, I don't care. You'll find it. <laughs> All right. So, the, okay. I view weaponizing confidence as where, you know, you're doing a, pass, a task poorly so then you do it for them because that's you're in a household together 
and you need to run your house. Mm-hmm. Whereas that example you just gave me, I'm like, oh, well, that's just being fucking lazy. He's expecting you to be his mother. I kind of think they're two different things. Oh, do you? Yes. I because don't... it doesn't affect you. If he books his vaccination in or not, ultimately it doesn't affect the way you run your household or the things that get done in your household per se. It does affect your life in terms of if he doesn't go get it, then you can't do things together. I get that. But in terms of like in the household tasks being done, it doesn't, it doesn't give you any more work to do. Yeah. So then I, but then that's another thing too, is that I'm trying to raise my boys and I have a daughter too. I'm trying to raise them to be able to care for themselves. Mm -hmm. So they're 13, 11, 10 and three. And I get them to, I give them their washing and I get them to fold it and put it away. And I know that when their dad does that, their dad doesn't do that. He just does it for them. And I'm like, well, no, when they're adults, I want to know that they can look after themselves so no one else is doing it for them and no one else is going, I'm not your fucking mother. (laughs) One of them, my my 11-year-old cooks. He cooks. Um, He quite enjoys it, makes himself some beautiful meals. Um, My 13-year-old's like, can you boil the water on the stove for me? <laughs> and again, I'm like, do you know, I'm, he says, I don't know how to do it. Oh, maybe he's weaponizing. <laughs> oh, my God, my 13-year-old is using weaponized incompetence. I've just occurred to me. So I'm like, well, okay, come in the kitchen. I'm going to teach you. I'm going to teach you how to do some cooking. He's like, I don't want to do it. I don't want to. And I'm, so that's that's he's purely doing it because someone will do it for him, which, you know, he's, he's a child. I will do it for him because I'm his parent. Mm-hmm. But I'm in the process of trying to teach them to know how to do this themselves so that when they are adults, they're not in a situation, partnership like you are, where you're like, well, I don't want to do this shit for you, but I'll do it because you're not doing it for yourself. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yes. Mm. And then we always like, you know, anyone that expects – their partner to do it it's like oh they were mothered too much <laughs> like, yeah. mm. i say to my kids even i'm like i'm not your mother <laughs> i'm not gonna pick this shit up for you i'm not your mother <laughs> yeah i just want to know that they have the basic life skills to, i mean and this is what it is these tasks that we are asking of our partners whether it's to do the dishes do the laundry clean the house look after your kids these are life skills yes these are not women's roles these are not men's roles these are actually just things to actually look after your bloody self in this life yeah so why are we in a why when we're in a relationship are we expecting the other person to do it for us yeah i that's yeah if you were to live alone yeah you would get it done well are they if they were to live alone (laughs) are they doing it oh no when's the last time they washed their sheets (gasps) (laughs) i know i know this is yeah, but at some point in time, yeah, they're going to have to do it for themselves. They're just not because someone's decided, well, I'll do it for them because you're not doing it when you should be doing it. Yeah. Mm. And you know what, though? My husband does throw that exact thing back at me because I'm like, why have you done this? Why have you done this? You couldn't have put some fucking washing on. Like, mm. what you know how to use it. You're not a dickhead. Like, why yeah. am I always the one who's on top of it? He's like, oh, it's because uh, it's not that I wasn't going to do it. It's just that I wasn't going to do it on your time. Yeah. And I'm like, just do it yeah i don't care whose time it's on Mm. it's it's not smart to put washing on at five o'clock in the afternoon no so that's why i want it on my time because it makes sense if it's done in the morning yeah but that's your schedule in your house though i suppose yeah well everyone should just get on it (laughs) (laughs) weaponized competence (laughs) there was another example that i have 
written down because I was like, well, this, you know, that's tasks that we're talking about to do with children. But what about tasks, you know, for each other kind of thing? So say it's your birthday and you're with a partner who always forgets. So you put it in the calendar, you send them a reminder, you send them a list of gifts that you would like because they sort of, you know, are not sure. Firstly, why are you with someone who doesn't know what to get you? Because this is your life partner. Mm-hmm. But it, you know what? I can get it. Some people are shit gift givers. I am not. I'm good. Um, I got. What did I get you for you this birthday? What did I get you for your birthday this year? Do you remember? You got me a rose. I got you dead roses. Dead roses. <laughs> <laughs> because your youth is dead. <laughs> yes. Um, and so, yeah. All right. So, and you send them a list of gifts. And they still fuck it up. Is there an excuse for that? Oh, God, no. Absolutely not. No, no. It's on purpose because you're not important enough for it to be for it to matter. And see, this is the thing. When they're not putting you in, like... Priorities. Yes. Yeah, in their priorities. Yes. Yeah. That, like, what the fuck is the point of the relationship? Mm. End of story. Yeah. If you are not important enough for them to remember something you might have asked for or something you might have said in passing or the fact that they can't even get you a bunch of flowers or it's a half-assed job or yeah. or they tell you, oh, go and get it yourself. I don't know what you want. Oh, are you <laughs> kidding me? Yeah. Like, but even if you're sending them a list of things and they still fuck it up, That's even worse. Now, look, if you were someone who, you know, you're not into birthdays, you don't care, cool, that's fine. You both have the understanding. You have clear expectations of that scenario where you're like, I would would rather just go out for dinner or I don't care, I don't care to celebrate my birthday, not worried about it. You know what I mean? That's cool. But I have a friend whose partner does this. Um, she goes over the top for his birthday, make sure he always gets something special, blah, blah, and he doesn't for her. So I make sure I always send her a message saying, I just want to tell you today that I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud of the mother that you are. And she's like crying because her partner could not even say that something to her for her birthday. And I, so I was like, nah, fuck that shit. Match that energy. When it's his birthday, do not do all those things. Yeah. Don't do it. Yep. If it's good enough for you, then it's good enough for him. And we could take that we could take that phrase and put it to everything. Oh god, yeah. One hundred percent. I like one of the big things that always stands out is how men after work on a Friday, it's very like I guess typical. Mm-hmm. They just head to the pub. Where's the fucking phone call to check that am am I gonna be home for the kids? No, yeah. I went to the pub too, mate. Yeah. Who's gonna be shit? Home? Yeah, where are the kids? Yeah, but men just do. They just don't think. They just head there because everyone else is heading there, or maybe they might just duck home for yeah. half a second, and um, they just I don't know, or duck out. They might be home, and they're like, "Oh, hold on, I'll be back," and they just leave. I know my husband does it every fucking morning on the weekend. He's like, "Oh, I'll be back," and he just leaves at seven a.m. Yeah. Goes and gets like himself a coffee and some like we are building, admittedly. Yeah, but he just there's, there's no checking schedules to go. Hey, can I just check that we have nothing on Thursday um, because I want to do this? And you could go, yeah, no, cool, go. Or you go, actually, I booked in to get my hair done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's just that. I know my bro- <laughs> my brother. Oh God, love him. I love him. And we just you know what? We can love these men in our lives who are like this. It doesn't mean that they're not – I was going to say shit cunt, but <laughs> I did, I did, I did. He, I know that 
he's he, with his partner. She has had a um her hair booked in to get done once on the weekend, and he's got up in the morning, taken the car, and all day she's rung him, going, "Where are you? I meant to be going to hairdressers," and he didn't give shit. <gasps> yeah, he knew that she knew that she had that appointment, but he had things he wanted to do too, so he just took the car. See, this is the thing that drives me up the action. Like, mm-hmm. The wall. My husband does not do that. He always yeah. checks in. Yeah, yeah. Always checks in. He's like, mm-hmm. "Oh, do you mind if?" just go and I'm like go mate yeah. <laughs> um, but I do know which, a lot which of- is the standard that should be the standard that should not be the exception that should we should not be praising men for doing that yes that should be the standard yes and um. you know what I actually the like when people are like oh you have to check with your wife do you yes yes because she would call you and be like oh do you mind coming home because I have to duck to the shops yeah. she has to call you so you can call her yeah, you have to call. You're not asking for permission. You're in a partnership together, so you're confirming whether you have plans, whether she needs help with the children that you have made together. Yes. Yes. You're not under the thumb. You're not whipped. You're not hooked. Like, no. you're none of the – it's, I'm in a relationship. i got to double check. Yeah, that's right. Um, You know, and, like, when we're talking about the birthday and they're not prioritizing you or anything like that, that you sure as shit – if they're a gamer or they're a car guy, they know exactly what to get themselves. They put the money into buying those things or their games or they prioritize when there's – I don't – I want to say a LAN party, but I don't think that that's what they call it nowadays. What is that? <laughs> well, it's where they used to get together with their computers and all connect them up and play together. Oh, but nowadays – yeah, 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 yeah. They just, they just game online. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that's showing my age and that's showing that I dated geeks. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, and me too because they had lots of money. (laughs) (laughs) Now, so let's stop doing shit for them when they're not doing shit for us. So, like, if you've got a baby and they're crying at 6 a.m. and he's not even stirring to at least get that baby to help you or whatever, you know, if you're breastfeeding, formula, whatever. Don't don't get up either. I'm not like, why am I getting up? If you're not getting up, I'm not getting up. Yes. Uh-huh. Or like if you know, if they never make you breakfast in the morning, ain't you making breakfast for them? <laughs> Who the fuck's making breakfast for them? <laughs> not me. Jeez. <laughs> I'll throw them a muffin if I'm making some for the kids. <laughs> Actually, oh, you have just reminded me of another example of friends. And they're younger friends too. So I, I'm 38, but I have a lot of friends in their 20s. So these girls are mid-20s and they were at my house once. And um, at the time, the person I was with came into the kitchen and we were in the lounge room and he said, I'm going to make myself a sandwich. Would you girls like one? As in all of us, like me and my two girlfriends. And we had all our kids with us. All the kids were babies together. And... Um, I was like, nah, I'm good. Anyway, and he went off and did his thing. And my friend said to me, oh, my God. And I'm like, what? I can't believe he offered to make our sandwiches. And I'm like, um, he was in the kitchen. <laughs> if he's making himself one, he can make us all one. And they were dumbfounded. And I was like, what the hell's going on here? And they're like, my partner would never do that. That he would never have thought if he was making himself something, that I, I, it would be easy to make me something too. And I was like, I, automat- I, all the time, I go, you're better than this. Your dad, your dad is the example that is set for you and I know that their dads set a good example. Both those parents are together, I know, and those fathers doted on their mothers. So I was like, why are you 
putting up with this? This is not the example that was set for you. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it kind of made me a little bit sad. You know what? I am um, a little bit off topic, but I mm-hmm. was just thinking. Um, I was talking to a client the other day mm-hmm. about weaponizing competence and about how we were going to do a podcast on it. Yeah. Um, and she said to me that um, – Oh, no, I don't think that that's what my husband's doing at all. I don't think that he knows that it's, like, about weaponizing confidence. It's mm-hmm. just that he just – it's just not not self-aware enough. He just doesn't know how to do that stuff. It's not that it's weaponizing confidence. He's just not very good at it. Okay. Well, and then I, ask how to do it. Well, this is what I wanted to say. I wanted yeah. to say it's not that they – like, no, they don't know. They don't know that it's called weaponized incompetence. Yeah. But they're well aware that if they do the bare minimum, mm-hmm. you're going to take over. Yeah. they're gonna. You're going to pick up the slack. Yeah. Okay, so let's look at this scenario, though. They could come from a house where their mother did everything, so they don't know how to do, like, the basic cleaning stuff. They don't know how to do the basic cooking stuff. But I still think even if you're not aware of how to do those things that you should have the frame of mind or the consciousness to go, I am with this person and I love them and I want to be in a 50-50 supportive relationship with them. So you go, I want to know how to do these things. I want to know how I can support them. So we're not talking about saying, oh, she just wants me to do something. All she has to do is ask. No, no, because you should know that. 50-50, 50-50, you just pick up the slack where it needs to be done, whatever. Mm-hmm. But if you're starting a relationship with someone and you want to help them, you go, hey, look, I don't know how to do this stuff. Can you we do it together for a little bit so you, I can pick up how to do it so I know how to continually doing it so we're in a partnership together? Yes. I, I don't like this bullshit excuse of he just doesn't know. Well, maybe he should need to know. Yes. I actually – my so Saturday and Sunday mornings, I – I always, like, I'm an early riser, so mm-hmm. I don't mind that my husband sleeps in. It really doesn't bother me because yeah. I, I am up. Yes, you are. And mm-hmm. I don't want to sleep in. I get many a voice message. At <laughs> like 5 a.m. You do. <laughs> and I can't listen to it until I'm actually fully awake out of bed because my daughter sleeps in my bed with me. So I'm like, well, she sent me a fucking message. Like, what? Yeah, anyway. Anyway. I, so I will get up, and especially on a weekend, I'll make my coffee, my husband's coffee. Mm-hmm. I'll make the kids all hot chocolate because it's slow mornings yeah. and it's done. Mm-hmm. And um, one morning I was I was actually slept in a bit, 6 o'clock, who am I? Mm-hmm. Um, and so then I just got up, started doing my makeup, and my husband got up. And he was like, oh, I'll make coffee. So I was like, oh, don't worry about mine because I actually put like um, medicinal mushrooms and um, collagen do. powder and yeah. everything. <laughs> yeah. In my coffee. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I'm so sprightly. Mm. Um, and I was like, oh, don't worry about it. And I would always, whenever he offered to make me a coffee, I was like, oh, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. And this one occasion, he was like, no, come with me. Show me how much you put in so I can make your fucking coffee because I never get to make your coffee. All right. This is what we're talking about. Again, king. And all men should be kings. And <laughs> yes. this it should be the standard. It shouldn't be, oh, he's so exceptional because he wants to know what you want. He should want to know what you want. Yes. Like, Jesus, this is the standard. My yes. God, not the not the exception, not the, you know. Oh well, see, this is the thing. Like, so he was so proud of himself that the yeah. the next day he made it. Like, he was like, "Great, I can make it." Yeah. Anyway, he's like, "Oh, I made you a copy." I was like, "Oh, did you put all my bits in it?" And he was like, "Yeah." 
but it didn't blend like mix in properly like it did last time and I was like oh okay and he's I was like why does it smell like that and he's like I knew I got it wrong I thought I did but I just thought I'd wait (laughs) what did you do he's like I thought that this one was also went in because I knew that there was three things and I was like that's my protein powder (laughs) so like chunky protein powder in my coffee but see that and that is not weaponizing confidence that is he tried he just (laughs) he just had a moment (laughs) people make mistakes yeah yeah so I think what we're really okay like we go back to those clear expectations like if you're doing a shitty job at living doing a shitty job as a a partner and parenting it's not good enough. Like, why are you doing this to the people that you're choosing to share your life with? Yes, I agree. And I think we need to turn around and say no. Like, and I now say to my husband when I finally realized that this was a thing, I'm like, I'm sorry, are you weaponizing this? <laughs> like, yeah. Are you using this against me? He's like, oh, would you shut up? I'm, like, <laughs> I'm just, just observing your behavior. <laughs> hey, but at least he's aware now. Well, exactly. Like, that's what we're saying. Like, maybe, sometimes they're not aware of it. And that's just the normal life that they just do. They just this is the life they live. Mm-hmm. They just do go to work. They come home. They do their thing, and they're not realizing that resentment is building up with their partner because she's like, "Well, I'm fucking sick of asking you to help. You're not picking up the slack where I need help with." And then all of a sudden, they're like, "You know what? Actually, I'm done." And the relationship breaks up and the man's like, oh, my God, it came out of nowhere. (laughs) And it didn't. It didn't. You just weren't listening. Yes. Mm. Yes. Mm. I could honestly go on about this forever because it does. It drives me up the wall. Like, And the amount of people who I watch in relationships let it happen. I know. Every single day they don't pull their husband up about the fact that he fucks off all the time, last minute. Mm. And – they say, oh, you know, like, oh, I was like, okay, no worries, and gave them attitude. That's not pulling them up. Mm. That's not saying you and I are equal. Mm. Just because you have a dick and balls doesn't make you any better than me. Yeah, that's it. And I don't even necessarily think sometimes it's uh, they see the woman as lesser than them. I just think they've just got so used to living their life without having to um, answer to someone or not even answer to someone to consult with someone that they just continue doing whatever the fuck they want. And I think that happens a lot when partners have a child together. The dynamic changes so much because now there is a child involved that needs your attention. But because they lived a certain way prior to that and then it's all changed, they're like, hang on, whoa, whoa, whoa. Why can't I live my life how I want to live it? And it's like because you had a child now. Yes. It changes. And I think statistically a lot of couples in the first year of having a child break up because there wasn't that clear expectation of this is how our world is going to change. And, like, I don't – I definitely can see exactly that that would happen because I know my husband was very much like babies are not my area of expertise. Mm-hmm. But when I would have a baby, he would take the older one. So we always would yeah. divide and conquer that baby was mine, toddlers were yeah. his, and he would always take – all the other ones mm-hmm. and I was just always with the baby. So that, again, that comes back to that you communicated and you had clear expectations. Um, yeah, like you said, we could go on about this a lot. <laughs> I think we should wrap up. Look, I want to wrap up with match their energy. Yes, I love that. If they've got – if they're – yeah, if they're doing a shitty job, you do a shitty job too, obviously, with kids involved, you know. You, you know what we're saying. Yeah, keep you know them safe, saying. fed, and well. Yeah, of course. But if they're taking a shit for 45 minutes, so are you, love. Yeah, go take a shit for 45 minutes. Yes. 
If you're in the shower for an hour, or they are, do the same. Yeah. yeah. Do to one as you would like done to yourself. Exactly. However, I am going to say, we've got Instagram, the OK So podcast. If you have a weaponized incompetent story, go and post it. Are you going to Yes, you, I post? will. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. Especially because I'm so fiery that yeah. I can't wait to read other people's this and is get angry with them. Your chance to go – this is your chance to vent because we've vented now. Um, if you haven't already picked up in the, you know, 35 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> but next week, what are we talking about? Next week, we are going to finally talk about, because I keep bringing it up, mm-hmm. periods and period undies, yeah. cups. I can't wait to discuss the cup because I'm still really interested. haven't tried it. Should have tried it in lockdown. Yeah. Or just not even period undies, just undies because you couldn't be fucked. <laughs> <laughs> the amount of times I just roll up toilet paper and put them in. <laughs> Jeez. It's called free bleeding. Oh, oh God. <laughs> well... Again, if you love us, share it. Yeah. Uh, and um, yeah, match their energy. Match their energy. Yeah. Get it, girls. Mm-hmm. Bye. Bye.